Are you ready? Are you ready? It's time for Tiffin Calvert Volleyball on your exclusive home for Calvert Volleyball. Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI and online at WBVI.com. Calvert Volleyball is brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, Frickers, MJ Brown Construction Company, by Warner Automotive, Roto-Rooter, Big P Coffee, by Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit, by Premier Bank, Morgan Advanced Materials, Financial Design Insurance Agency, by Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Seneca Millwork, Ohio Automotive Supply, and by the Ropey Corporation. Ready for the show? Come on! Now, let's go after the game on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI and... Coming online. Online now. At Welcome out to the Elida Fieldhouse, your site for today's action in high school volleyball, the Division IV regional semifinals between Calvert and Ayersville. Calvert 24-1 on the season, rolling through their district, beating Old Fort and Lakota. Ayersville 21-5 overall. They won their district in dominating fashion as well, beating Montpelier and Edgerton. This is Calvert Volleyball on Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI online through WBBI.com. It's Morris Matt Common here with you for today's matchup between Calvert and Ayersville. Winner of this one will be back here on Saturday afternoon. We'll take on the winner of game number two, which will either be Mohawk or Crestview. Happy to be back with you for some more high school volleyball. Matt, here we are at the regional, a place that uh, the Calvert Faithful have uh, kind of been become familiar with, with it now being the sixth consecutive year coming here to the Elida Fieldhouse. What are you looking forward to seeing here tonight? Oh, well, first of all, it's always fun to come down to this venue. I mean, this is just, it's one of the classic venues in Northwest and Western Ohio. There's really no other way around it. If you play any sport like volleyball, basketball, anything that's indoor, you come to the Elida Fieldhouse. That's a place you're going to end up. But for this matchup in particular, I want to see Calvert be dominant. I want to see them go from start to finish, absolutely take control of this match. I think they should be able to win this one decisively. I want to see them prove it. Calvert now back on setting things up after the serve. That'll be in on the back line for Emily Miller to get things started for Calvert. They take the 1-0 lead. Yeah, Calvert getting a good start there. Emily Miller coming out of that two position, just attacking from the corner, nicely done, painting that back corner beautifully, getting that first point for Calvert. Olivia Miller on the serve for the Senecas. Aaronsville will set it up up front as they try to just lightly tap it over. They set it up up front for Lanachek, a early and proper. Proper slam a check indeed. I mean, the scoreboard needs an update to reflect the 2 nothing lead right now for Calvert. I mean, Caroline Lanachek, there's few in the state that do that as well as she does. It's just as simple as that. Olivia Miller remaining on the serve. That'll go down as an ace for Olivia Miller. Calvert now already up 3 to nothing here, opening set of action. Calvert just absolutely rolling early on here. And again, this is what you want to see. I want to see Calvert be dominant. I want to see them take control early in this match and come away with a quick win so that way they can rest and get ready for their matchup on Saturday. See, Ayersville set things up. They'll end up actually sending it over for the free ball. Ball will set up left side for Emily Miller. Will be blocked, but will fall on the Ayersville side for yet another Calvert point. Now already a 4-0 lead for the Zenecas. Calvert just really pulling away. You're getting the vibe. Same thing that we saw against Lakota, where it's this, you're seeing the same loose attitude from Calvert, but there's a lot more seriousness connected to it. That they're, they're here on a mission. Emily Miller's serve will be just a touch too strong on the near side for the air. Point of possession will flip over Ayersville really can't emphasize enough for the scoreboard. They do need to start putting the score on the board here. They do have the names up there. The 
gave Ayersville a point, yet they have not gave anything to Calvert, but that will be a point for Calvert on the kill from Carolina Lanichek, adding on to the Seneca's lead. And currently a score of five to one on that high quality Ropey Corporation scoreboard that we do have there. Do you know Ropey Corporation's been celebrating over 60 years as a leading manufacturer in the commercial flooring industry? I, I have heard that, I am aware of that. It's a quality live read right there, let me tell you. So the far side setting things up now back onto the Calvert side. They set it up up front for Lanichek. Will be dug out cleanly this time by Ayersville. They'll set it up left side again for Beecher as that will be unable to be saved on the Calvert side after a dive that time from Cecilia Palm. It's now 5-2. Calvert with the lead. Ayersville, though, will take over the serve. Yeah, just a scotch of a defensive miss there from Allie Porter. Not something you see often. She's very good defensively. Just didn't get realigned quick enough for Cecilia Palm's dig attempt on that one. Calvert sets it up up front for Bryn Meyer. Will they say it was touched? No, they will not. It will be a little too strong from the freshman outside hitter as that will fall in favor of Ayersville. Yeah, just a tad outside on that one as they actually gave the point by mistake to Calvert. So let's see if they elect to correct it. And now they have. There we go. Maria Campos on the serve for Ayersville. Calvert sets up up front for Bryn Meyer, although I don't think she knew that that pass was intended for her. Now they'll be back over on the Calvert side once again. They set up Lanachek, diving save from Ayersville, and they are able to hit it back over now to the Calvert side. Palm will end up sending it backside for Allie Porter, but her attack goes into that for the attack air. Another point for Ayersville. A few mistakes here in the last two volleys from Calvert, giving Ayersville a chance to kind of get back in this one. I know the scoreboard says 6-4. I could be wrong. I do believe it's actually 5-4. Calvert sets it up for Lanachek. A little too strong, though, on the far side of the floor that time for Lanachek, as that'll cut it back down to now, we believe, a one-point deficit for Ayersville. And Calvert, again, they're, they're kind of the ones making the mistakes right now, and it's giving Ayersville a little bit of rhythm and opportunity here. Let's see if Calvert can rally the troops here in a moment. Dallas at the net will be won by Ayersville, so now already a quick match of runs as that'll tie it up at sixes. Yeah, this is a 4-0 run right now for Ayersville, and I gotta tell you, Calvert's really giving them all four of those points. Campos still on the serve for Ayersville. Palm digs it up for Calvert. Far side to set up for check. That'll be in on the far side line for the Calvert kill, and yet another. Proper check once again, brought to you by Harold Foyana Funeral Home. Fostoria's oldest established funeral home. You can find them at 301 West Tiffin Street in Fostoria. And check now goes back to serve for Calvert. Ayersville sets it up on the far side. As they try to cross court, Lanachek first to hit it on the return. Near side for Allie Porter, blocked right back, but will be just a touch too strong on the block as Calvert tried to get to that one, but just was a touch out of their range, but luckily for them, falls out of bounds in their favor. All right, so they did have the score incorrect. It is now seven to six. That is the correct score. Lanachek will remain on the serve for Calvert. Ayersville will go with a back row attack. Dug out that time by Lanachek. Slammed right back on the accidental free ball that time for Ayersville up at the front line. Taylor Kraft, their top player, came into tonight with over 380 kills on the year. Yeah, she's had a phenomenal season. She's definitely looked the part throughout the year and gained the point there, an opportunity to give Ayersville the lead for the first time tonight, and they get it. We'll go down as an ace as Palm unable to dig that one up cleanly. Ayersville now will take the 8-7 lead here in set number one. Really impressive run here for Ayersville. It's been a 6-2 run thus far. Emma McGuire back on the serve for the Pilots of Ayersville. Palm will dig that one up. 
Miller setting up near side for Shook. Will be dug out by Campos for Ayersville. They set up on the front line and they get through the wall that time. Schoenberger unable to get to that one cleanly. Another Ayersville point. It just seems like Calvert's defense, I mean, they start so hot. It's really struggling to, like, close the gaps as the ball's getting to them. Calvin now sets it up up front for Bryn Meyer. And we'll see Ayersville hit it back over to the Calvert side. Their side is set it up for Allie Porter. Will be blocked and will fall on the Ayersville side for the Calvert point as they'll make it now a one-point deficit. Wildly needed point there for Calvert. It allows them to get possession back, get to do your plan substitutions like they do time and time again. We're going to see Bryn Dirksen now on the serve. And Bella Borgio checks back in as well. Two freshmen that have really put a stamp on their presence on this team throughout the postseason. Ayersville will set up on the near side. They just barely tap that one over. Palmas ended up sending it over for the back row attack and just a touch too strong as that one hits at the left side of the out-of-bounds for an Ayersville point. And Ayersville gets possession on the serve back, and it's, again, just got called as it is. I'd say seven of these six points have been Calvert making mistakes. They let a service error go on that one. Nicely done. Craft serve goes a touch too strong, so that'll... Cut into the deficit once again for Calvert. Allie Porter now back on the serve for the Senecas. Uh, whoever's running the scoreboard, they need to keep up a little bit. It's 10 to 9, not 10 to 8. Allie Porter on the serve. We'll see Ayers will have to go range back to get that one over, and they are able to do so. Calvert sets it up near side for Emily Miller, slamming that one down right in front of Middle Wire for the Calvert point. And now you got them attacking from the areas that are comfortable attacking. Emily Miller much more comfortable from that left side, that one position, attacking, crossing that. Good job, good offensive strategy there, good placement by Miller. Alicor continuing to be on the serve, but that time goes into the net for the air, point of possession flip back to Ayersville. And just like that, Ayersville back to a one-point lead. Just to say, I did like Ayersville's uh, student section champ there, if there's a net there. That, that, I haven't heard that one before, that's a good one. Calvert setting things up backside for Shook. Diving save from Ayersville, but unable to do anything with it after that. So it'll fall as a kill for Cameron Shook for Calvert. A nice shot by Shook. She's so good at that mid-range. Kind of like, I don't want to necessarily call it a touch attack. It's more, it's just in between that. She really does a great job with those. So Palm goes back to serve now for Calvert. Ayersville almost goes out of bounds to try and send it over. And even if it had gotten over, Lanachek was... They were to send it right back where it came from for a Calvert point. Yeah, that was going to be a Calvert point, whether it was from Lanachek or the net. That just was not going to go Ayersville's way. City Palm back to continue to serve for the Senecas, now leading 12-11 to 11 here in set number one. Ayersville sets it up far side, and on up hitting the antenna on the far side of the floor for the Calvert point yet again. A little bit of luck there for Calvert as the defense was a little bit out of position by the time that kill had gotten to them off the deflection, but hitting the antenna like that, big point in favor of Calvert. Ball back to continue on the serve for Calvert, leading 13 to 11, sets number one here at the Elida Fieldhouse, Division Four Regional Semifinal. Accidental free ball, Lanachek sends it right back where it came from for the Slamachek, and it's a little different of a Slamachek, but a Slamachek nonetheless. You're a little sad that I took it from you, aren't you? You took my line. That's, that's mine. Sometimes I like to say it as well. But I came up with it. I've never said you didn't. But Cecilia Palm didn't come up with the ace, but guess what Cecilia Palm just got? An ace. An ace. I mean, we could come up with a name for that. We do have a timeout here by Ayersville. 
By the way, this timeout brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, a proud member of the Mayo Clinic Care Network, online at bvhealthsystem.org. And a good time to remind everyone that the first set tonight is brought to you by Smith Family Foods, your total service food partner, located at 1773 West County Road 54 in Tiffin. Call 419-447-5382 for your food service needs. It's 15 to 11, Calvert with the lead here in set number one over Ayersville Division for regional semifinals from the Elida Fieldhouse. Lance Morris, Matt Common with the Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. And, you know, Matt, we've already seen, you know, kind of runs for both of these teams. Calvert now starting to pull away just a little bit here in this first set. Yeah, I think the difference is we saw a run that was created by Calvert making mistakes. It was not necessarily things that Ayersville was doing right. There was more mistakes and self-inflicted errors that Calvert was doing during that 8-2 run that we saw from Ayersville. Make no mistake, Ayersville has done some good things as well, but really feel especially during that particular run. I mean, there were several deflections, several tips, that two serves into the net, you had an attack into the net. It's Calvert gave them those points, not so much Ayersville getting those points. So it, it's I've, I'm definitely impressed with what we've seen from Calvert thus far. Well, continuing on the serve for Calvert. Up front, blocks that time combination of Lanachek and Borgio, but a little too strong as it goes out of play in favor of Ayersville. Yeah, just got tipped a little bit too far towards the sideline there by the time the deflection got over. But good effort, good good defense at the net. You definitely want to see that, especially from a freshman. Porter will dig that one up this time for Calvert as a set up for Lanachek, and that one was dug all the way into the Ayersville fan section on the far side of the floor, about midway up the stands for the Calvert point. Now that's how you do a slam a check. It ends up as a souvenir in the stands. Borgio and Dirksen check out. Olivia Miller, Bryn Meyer back on the floor for the Senecas. Miller will go back and serve as that'll be just in on the near side for the ace for Olivia Miller, adding on to the Calvert lead. Run the foot in football terminology, they call that a coffin corner kick, where you just paint that corner perfectly. It's where no one can really go after. That was textbook from Olivia Miller. And another ace for Olivia Miller as we saw Campos try to dive and dig that one up, but unable to do so. Honestly, you get the feeling for someone like Olivia Miller, there is a strong sense of unfinished business in this game in particular. And she takes a little off of that serve. Will be dug out this time by Ayersville. They have to send it over to Calvert, though, for the free ball. Miller near side for Emily Miller. And the sophomore able to just plant that right where it needed to on the near sideline for another Calvert kill. Now 19 to 12, Calvert leading. It's like an ace pitcher setting them up with a couple fastballs to hit them with the off-speed stuff. That's what you're seeing from Calvert right now. Here's though they'll go back row attack that time. It'll be hit by Emily Miller, but unable to be played after that on the Calvert side for the Ayersville point. And then you have a knuckleball to where someone makes contact with it. It just drops right there. It really, really nothing Emily Miller did wrong. It was a good uh, set attempt, just unable to get any air under it whatsoever. So Waldron back on the serve now for Ayersville. As Olivia Miller tried to dump, but it's hit right back over to the Calvert side. Set it up for Emily Miller. Block it right back again to Calvert. Here's Sam will try it again for Emily Miller. This time gets it over, but Ayersville is able to set things up. Accidental free ball. Lanachek sends it back to the Ayersville side. Set it up again far side. Dug out by Porter for Calvert. Back side. They'll set it up for Bryn Meyer, but a little too strong that time on the attack from the freshman for the point for Ayersville. Yeah, for Bryn Meyer, the, the very impressive performance we saw against Lakota. Still seeing that type of effort here from her in this matchup, just a little too much on her hits each time. She can just take 
maybe a decibel or two off, but she'll be just fine. Calvary back set it up for Lana Cechu. Pops that one down in the middle of the air. Zodi France for the kill. Calvert adds on to their lead here in set number one. It's 20 to 14. It's really been impressive from Calvert so far, seeing them adjust their attack style to more of those touch attacks as opposed to the power hits and those power kills. It's It's been very impressive how they've changed up since they got to 16 points. Schoenberger checks in for Emily Miller, goes back to serve for Calvert as this time they get that through the wall, get the kill for Taylor Kraft as that'll cut into the Ayersville deficit. And Taylor Kraft just hit a curveball there with a volleyball. That was kind of impressive. I mean, the Lanichek and uh, looked like Porter were both lined up perfectly for it. It just kind of bent around them to get into the open space. Calvert sets it up backside for Lanichek and Another time or I'll call that one another change-up type hit as that one falls in favor of Calvert. It's now 21-15 here in set number one. And it's something you want to see. This is a change in strategy. They have Ayersville playing back a very aggressive, expecting powerful attacks. They're going with the touch, and they're going to throw them off. I would not be surprised to see them creep up and start attacking the back row again here shortly. Blocked by Shook back to the Ayersville side. This time to get it through the wall as the dig from Olivia Miller goes all the way back over to Ayersville. Calvert sets it up up front this time for Shook. Dug out by Waldron for Ayersville. They set it up up front for Kraft. It'll be saved by Lanachek. Miller near side for Allie Porter. She tries to go cross court with it. It'll be dug out that time by Ayersville. They'll try another back row attack. Lanachek digs it up. Miller up front for Shook. Another save from Ayersville. Set it on the far side that time. Dug out now by Schoenberger. Calvert near side setting it up for Porter. Locked at the net. Blocked back over now to Calvert. Porter again will try from the left side. Accidental free ball back over to Ayersville, right back over to Calvert. Libby Miller, far side for Bryn Meyer, but Meyer missed time, so jump as it'll fall in the favor of Ayersville after a long volley. Absolutely fantastic volley between both teams. That was very, very impressive. That, that, can't ask for much better in a regional semifinal than what we just saw there. Bryn Meyer got a little bit of coaching up from Cecilia Palm as well. I would not be surprised to see her really come alive in set number two. East time sets it up near side for Shook, and Cameron Shook will slam that one through the wall for the Calvert kill, adding on to the Seneca's lead. I don't know what it is in particular about Shook's attacks, where it just it forces the opposing team down on the ground in an awkward diving angle to try and get to it nine times out of ten. Just she really puts some extra spin on that one time and time again. Erickson checks in for Calvert, goes back to serve. Airs on your side for Kraft will be blocked up front by Porter and Borgio, but will fall on the Ayersville side for the Ayersville point. And even if it hadn't, it did appear that it actually did hit the antenna as well. So either way, it was going to be a point for Ayersville. So Kraft now back to serve for Ayersville. Calvert near side for Borgio, blocked back to Calvert. Erickson has to end up sending it over at the front row that time. Ayersville setting up far side, Waldron saved by Dirksen, hit back over to Calvert and then tried to be saved by Schoenberger, but a little out of her range as it falls in favor of Ayersville, makes it 22 to 18, counted the lead here in the first set. And for Calvert, they don't really want to have Ayersville get a little bit of a rally here. That's the last thing they want. A little too strong that time from Kraft for the service air point of possession flip back to Calvert. Nice job there by Calvert again. The the back row and back sideline or out of bounds line discipline that we see from Calvert all year has been one of their strengths by far. Porter now back in the serve for Calvert. Here's what sets it up far side. Porter first to hit on the return. Dirksen far side for Shook and that'll fall as a kill for Cameron Shook as it lands 
on the Ayersville bench. Calvert one point away from taking this first set. Set point here for Calvert. Really got to close things out. Don't give Ayersville an opportunity to claw back into this one. Quarterback to continue to serve for Calvert. Campos digs it up for Ayersville. They'll send it over now for the free ball to Calvert. Berkson up front for Borgio, and the freshman to freshman combination will win set number one here for Calvert. They'll take it 25 to 18. Low heads up side for a quick timeout. Come back for the start of set number two here from a lot of you listening to Calvert Volleyball and Kolaska 96.7 WBBI. They're huge. They're juicy. I'm talking about the delicious hot dogs and hamburgers from Smith's Family Foods that can't be beat for grilling up some tailgating fun for our local football games. Smith Family Foods specializes in fresh cut meats, Granny Smith deli salads, frozen chicken breasts, seafood, and appetizers. You can't forget Fritz's delicious secret recipe bratwurst. Smith's Family Foods Wholesale Outlet is located at 1773 West County Road 54 by the Seneca County Fairgrounds. And Seneca Sioux says, go Calvert Seneca's. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have a starting pay of $18.04 an hour with a raise to $18.31 after 90 days with a shift differential of $0.25 an hour for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork, located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria. Seneca Millwork, part of the Ropey Holding Company family. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things. Like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if auto owners make sense for you. Summer sale down is going on at Spitzer Buick GMC in Findlay. The season's best deals on all new and used inventory. The best way to buy a new Buick or GMC or a used vehicle is at Spitzer. All new Buicks and GMCs come with our Spitzer Shield nationwide lifetime powertrain warranty and first year complimentary maintenance. A Spitzer Shield also covers our certified used vehicles with a 172 point inspection and seven year 100,000 mile powertrain warranty. Shop in person on Bright Road or 24-7 online at SpitzerBuickGMC.com. Back we are here from the Elida Fieldhouse. You're excited for today's action. Division 4 regional semifinals action here in high school. Volleyball Calvert taking on Ayersville. Calvert able to win set number one by a score of 25-18 to 18 as we're just about ready for the start of the second set here. Lance Morris alongside Matt Common here for Calvert Volleyball. Kowalskis 96.7 WBBI online. WBVI.com and Matt, you know, it was quite the back and forth set. Calvert was able to kind of power through, but did let Ayersville kind of hang around probably a little longer than they would have liked to in that first set. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be totally honest, the 25-18 set one, I feel, is a very misleading score. You and I talked about it a little bit off air during the break. I, I think the fact of the matter is, you look at that score, Calvert openly gave eight points to Ayersville between errors, miscues, service errors, things of that nature. So from my perspective, I view it as it was really a 25 to 10 score. But the fact remains, Ayersville was able to get themselves back into it and make it competitive. So I have, I'll be honest, I have some major hesitations coming into set number two here for Calvert. Historically, it's one of their rougher sets year in and year out. It's just, it's not a bad thing. It's not a criticism. It's just a statement of fact. This usually is the one where they kind of, hang back just a little bit to kind of 
gear themselves up for set three or potential set four. And I think if you gave up eight points in Ayers in the first set, I really don't think you want to give Ayersville that kind of cushion in set number two when historically that's been an area of concern, I would say, for this Calvert squad. So what I want to see from Calvert here to start set two, extreme dominance. I want to see them just kind of run away with this one. So that way, if they do get into one of those walls that you see happen during set number two, they got enough of a cushion. They don't have to worry about it. Just about ready to start the second set here from the Elida Fieldhouse. We'll have Taylor Waldron back on the serve to start it off for Ayersville. I don't know what it is, Brownis, but something smells really, really good. Waldron will send it over. Palm digs it up for Calvert. Corona being a back row attack from Palm will be dug out by Ayersville. We'll set it up back row attack for Waldron as Olivia Miller digs it up this time. Palm setting things up for Bryn Meyer far side and that'll go down as a kill for the freshman after the deflection by Taylor Waldron from Ayersville. And that's the type of kill that Bryn Meyer absolutely needs to get going. Gives her a little bit of a confidence boost. It was a solid attack right towards the back row. Got it right under the dig reach of one of the defenders. Perfect execution there. Hopefully that can get her going in set two here. Locked up front, but will fall on the Calvert side for the Ayersville point as it all tied up here at ones in set two. Yeah, a little bit of a gap there on the net between Lanichek Meyer and the net itself on that defense. Good effort, good block, just they left too much of a gap on that particular play. And the Campos now on the serve for Ayersville. Down near side for Bryn Meyer, just a little too strong on the back line for the attack air. Good placement. I'm kind of with Bryn Meyer on that one. I thought uh, somebody may have gotten a finger or two on that one because it seemed to deflect once it went past the net. But I guess the official didn't see it. Porter digs it up this time for Calvert. Set things up. Near side for Allie Porter, but her attack a little too strong. It'll fall in favor of Ayersville. We're seeing Calvert go with a little too much power here right now. Very aggressive on these attacks. You like it, but at the same time, they're not placed them that well. They need to kind of clean that up a little bit. Logan Miller tries the dump, but able to be saved that time. Right back over to Calvert, but Lanachek will slam that one down in the middle of the floor to make it 3-2 to two and also a proper. Slamachek once again. Thank you for letting me say it. I appreciate You're that. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. I'm still saying thank you. I don't know what the tone was attached with that. <laughs> Doesn't matter because Lanachek just got an ace that all tied up here at threes. That she did. You know what? You, you talk about Carolyn Lanachek at the net and her attacks. 26 aces on the season coming into tonight. Make it 27 after that one. Ayersville will set it up opposite side for Flory, but they can't quite go cross court with their attack that time. It'll fall in favor of Calvert. Makes it out 4-3 to three here in set number two. Yeah, I like that decision to attack from the one position. Again, going cross court. Same thing that we've seen from Calvert a couple times, just not enough oomph on that one for Ayersville. Ayersville sets it up up front for Kraft as they get that one through the wall as it falls on the Calvert side for the Ayersville point, ties it up at fours. Kraft is really impressed so far. She, she has definitely looked the part. 384 kills, 55 aces, 74 blocks coming into tonight. And then McGuire, the setter for Ayersville, goes back to serve. It'll be Olivia Miller having to send it over to Ayersville for the free ball. So it's set up up front for Kraft. It will be hit by Olivia Miller. Go out of play. Another point in favor of Ayersville as they'll retake the lead. Yeah, I'll give Ayersville credit. I, I said during the break, it seemed like Calvert gave them a lot of points. They are on the attack right now. They definitely feel like they have some more confidence, and it shows. 
Calvert sets it up for Shook, walked back over to the Senecas. They set it up for Bryn Meyer. Be tapped back over now to Calvert. Up front, they set it up for Shook. Check out by McGuire that time for Ayersville. Near side attack for Waldron, but won't be able to get it over the net as it goes in favor of Calvert, ties up at fives. I gotta tell you, different stages, this Ayersville defense has looked remarkable today. I mean, this, this has been a couple of possibly the longest volleys that we've seen Calvert have to go through so far this season. From Dirksen now back to serve for Calvert, just barely got it over the net. Ayersville sets it up for Kraft, and Kraft will slam that one down for the kill for Ayersville to retake the lead. Kraft is certainly starting to pick up steam here. That might be a little bit of an issue for Calvert as she is, again, just deadly in terms of her offense. Kraft now goes back to serve for Ayersville. Calvert sets it up near side for Borgio, but her attack a little short that time. It'll fall in favor of Ayersville. They'll lead up to two. And for Calvert, I mean, it's a little bit of more of the same that we saw during that lull in the first set. Just need to kind of clean things up a little bit here, and they should be just fine. Calvert sets it up far side for Shook. Her attack a little too strong. It'll fall in favor of Ayersville as they're leading out to three. Porter digs it up this time for Calvert. Far side, they set it up for Shook. It's a few different times. Ayersville also sent it over for the free ball. Berkson, near side for Borgio, saved again by Ayersville. They set it up far side for Waldron, walked up front back to Ayersville, but now we'll have it finally blown dead, and then we'll give the point to Calvert, saying too many hits on the Ayersville side. Yeah, and good call on that one. It took them a little bit to get to it, but that ball never made it back over the net where Calvert had an opportunity to attack it at the net. That was about six or seven hits in a row for Ayersville. Ayersville setting it up near side. Diving save from Shook to dig it up. Near side, they set it up for Emily Miller. Will be saved again by Ayersville. They have to send it over to Calvert for the free ball. Palm digs it up. Near side for Borgio. The freshman will put that one down for the Calvert kill. Calvert dumps it back to one. Look almost like a slam dunk as opposed to an attack. I mean, my goodness. Impressive play there from Borgio. Right, quarterback to continue to serve for Calvert. Ayersville sets it up far side for Waldron. Oh, and oh, they're going to say that it is in on the back line for the Ayersville kill. Not one that Cecilia Palm misses often. That I was with you. I thought that was going to go a little bit out of bounds, but that dropped just enough, just inside the line. And catch him now back to serve for Ayersville. Ended up being a back row attack for Palm this time over to Ayersville. Back set, they set it up for Waldron, barely got over. And the late whistle will blow as they award the point to Ayersville. And now they did, I think they got a net violation if I saw correctly. Could be wrong on that one. Miller digs it up this time for Calvert. They set it up far side for Shook. She'll slam that one down for the Calvert kill. It'll make it now 10 to 8. Calvert trailing by two here in the second set. She, she just does such a good job with those types of attacks from the full three position all the way across. Very nicely done. Palm now back to serve for Calvert. There, Libero. Backside, they set it up for Waldron. Palm will dig it up for Calvert. Berkson backside for Emily Miller. Will be dug out and a little joust of the net is going to award that one to Ayersville. 
They must have said Calvert went over the net. That's the only plausible reason that would happen. They are saying it was an overreach by Calvert over the net. So that will be a point for Ayersville. And I mean, you can do that, but it's kind of on the same part as goaltending in that situation from a basketball perspective. it's You can make a play on it, but it's got to be a, a clean, playable ball. That one was already back down on the Ayersville side. Calvert now will set a near side for Emily Miller and took a little off of that one. Exactly what she needed to do as she goes cross court with the kill that time. Cuts Calvert's up 6-2. Fantastic work by Emily Miller there. Or, yes, Emily Miller on that one. <laughs> I'm 95% positive that's not the type of hit she intended to put out. But just as it was drawn up, that's all that matters. Brady Miller checks back in for Calvert, goes back to serve. Accidental free ball over to Calvert after the serve. They set it up for Lanichek, and that'll fall on the Ayersville side for the Calvert kill from Lanichek, cutting it down to a one-point deficit. And with these planned substitutions and the planned rotations that we've been seeing from Calvert, that now you got the original starting unit back out there, and it's that this is where you want to see them pull away. Here's we'll go with the back row attack from Kraft. Olivia Miller will dig it up. Palm backside. Now for Emily Miller. Awkward setup, but Ayersville will see if they are able to get over. They do on the free ball. Miller up front for Lanichek. Somehow saved by Ayersville as they try to dump them back. Palm will set it up near side for Emily Miller. And now Miller will plant that one down for the Calvert kill, but not before Ayersville had one very good save to keep that one going a little long. Oh, that was a phenomenal save, and real quick, that kill brought to you by Harold Floriana Funeral Home, Fostoria's oldest established funeral home, serving the area for over 100 years. Find them at 301 West Tiffin Street in Fostoria. Olivia Miller continuing to serve for Calvert. Locked up front by Lanichek and Bryn Meyer. They get that one through the wall. A diving save from Olivia Miller, now right back to Calvert. Backside, they set it up for Bryn Meyer. Kraft will pick it up for Ayersville. They set it up up front, blocked again by Lanishek over to Ayersville. They try it again with Waldron, they get through the wall. Miller digs it up. Palm, back row attack now coming from Porter. And that again by Ayersville. Another back row attack this time from Kraft. Calvert has it just tapped over that time from Olivia Miller. Set it up up front, but that'll fall on the Ayersville side on the attack. Ayers point of possession will get back over to Calvert once again. They now lead 12 to 11 in the second set. Fantastic defense from Ayersville during that volley. What I'm liking, what we see from them, they have such good follow through defense. They always have another person trailing in case they miss on the initial attack. Maximo free ball, Lanichek puts it right back where it came from onto the Ayersville side for another Calvert point. Their lead up to two and we'll have a timeout taken on the Ayersville side as Calvert leads 13 to 11 here in the second set of action. Lance Moore's Matt Calvin here with you, Classic Kids. 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. And while we have a moment, Matt, let's talk to uh, the, here at the Atlanta Fieldhouse. We talk about how it's, you know, one of our one of our favorite venues to come to when all things are working properly. Yes. They have, uh, they've upgraded here at the Atlanta Fieldhouse. They have a brand new concession area. It used to be on the right by where you enter yep. here. And now it's on the opposite side of the gym. And they have a whole little area for the concessions rather than kind of being out in the open as they were before. They also upgraded the restrooms as I uh, went in there and checked those earlier. And I believe, I don't know if they're new bleachers, but I believe the 
back rows of everything. There's additional bleachers on each side after you uh, go up a set of stairs. I don't know if those are new or just freshly painted, but everything looking good here in the Atlanta Fieldhouse. Uh, they, they did update them, and they also, well, why we mentioned the equipment work, and they did also drastically improve the Wi-Fi connections in here, cellular signals in here, as well as the hard line internet connections. No, the, the fine folks here at the Elida City School District have done an amazing job continuing to make this one of the premier venues in the state of Ohio. And some miscommunication from Ayersville, Ohio. That result in an ace for Olivia Miller. Calvin will add on to their lead here in the second set. And Coach Alicia Kalick not happy on that one. Ayersville now sets it up back row for Kraft. Maybe Miller will dig it up. Almost set it up opposite side for Bryn Meyer. The freshman pounds that one through for the Calvert kill. They'll get on out of the lead. Yeah, this is exactly the last thing Ayersville wanted coming out of the timeout. 2-0 run right off the rip for Calvert coming out of that break. Miller continuing to serve for Calvert. Ayersville sets it up right side. Living Miller will dig it up. Palm ranges over to set it up for Bryn Meyer again. It'll be a little joust on the net. Now back on the Calvert side. They'll try again for Atlanta. Check. Dug out again by Ayersville. Up front, they set it up for Waldron as she takes a little off that one as it just falls in on the far sideline right in front of the scorer's table opposite side of the floor. Ayersville gets the point. We almost saw one in a million feet because that ball on the block from Ayersville, it just sat off the top of the net. It almost was balanced perfectly. Calvert sets it up far side for Atlanta. Check will be dug out by Ayersville. They set it up up front for Kraft, blocked back over, now back on the Calvert side. Miller up front for Lanachek has to underhand hit that one over. Up front, they slam that one through as Kraft's able to pound that one down for the air as they'll call cut into the deficit. And I will say this kind of goes back to what you said in the first set when it was 23-18. Uh, it's your Calvert, you don't necessarily want to let Ayersville hang with you. It's the tighter this gets, the more momentum goes on the side of Ayersville. Albert sets it up for Lana Cheku. Pounds that one down in the middle of the Ayersville defense for a proper slam check once again. Calvert now leading 16 to 13 here in set number two. Emily Miller will check out. Claire Schoenberger will check in. She'll go back and serve for Calvert. Ayersville sets up up front for Kraft. Porter first to hit it on the return. Our side is set up for Ridmeyer. The attack. Should have hit the antenna, I believe, on the Ayersville attack, but they're going to say it's four hits on Calvert. So I think what they're going to say is that while the antenna was struck, it was actually struck after he hit the net already, which whether or not that is an actual rule, I don't know. I'm sure someone will reach out to us about that if it is the case, but it did seem like the antenna movie was a byproduct of hitting the net, not getting hit by the ball. We'll see. Here's will send it to Calvert for the free ball. Near side, they set it up for Allie Porter. Don't usually see that hard of an attack from Allie Porter, but that's exactly what we saw that time from the senior. Make Allie Porter angry on that attack. My goodness. That libero for Ayersville has family here. Lanichek will go back and serve now for Calvert. Ayersville almost running out of room as they have to send it over to Calvert on the free ball. Miller far side for Shook. Almost accidental free ball, but then unable to get over on the attack. But given the point to Ayersville, though. Yeah, your guess is as good as mine on that one. Okay. I, I guess they may have said that it went down on the Calvert side and just bounced back really hard, I suppose. 
So near sign now for Shook will be dug out by Waldron for Ayersville. So they try to go cross court with it. Palm accidental free balls it over to Ayersville, but Ayersville unable to set things up properly as it'll fall on their side for the Calvert point. And this is something that I mentioned in set number one, where it was Calvert having a lot of these unforced errors. You've seen three out of the last five points for Ayersville, Ben, complete miscommunication offensively. Erickson checks in for Calvert. She goes back to serve. Ayersville, they backside it up for a crack as she barely gets that one through the wall, but right in the middle of the Calvert defense for the point. They're really starting to get the feel as well with this. Ayersville team right now, it seems like their offensive strategy is set it up for Waldron or Kraft and just hope one of them can pull it off. Kraft now goes back to serve and Kraft will have that one fall in her favor for an ace after it was first touched by Allie Porter. It's now 18 to 17, Calvert lead down to one. And Kraft really was able to put some good spin on her serves. And able to take some spin off as again, she's able to have that one fall for an ace. And now we'll see Coach Rombach take a timeout here First one she'll take of the evening. It's now 18 to 17, Calvert leading by one here in set number two. First one for an actual situational thing that we've seen her take in the postseason as well, as she did take the timeout for Caroline Lanachek in her 1,000th career point. But th this is kind of one of the things I was a little concerned about coming into set number two here, just being honest. It's been some mistakes back and forth, some of the miscues that we see historically in set number two. The only difference is Ayersville's been able to capitalize on them and certainly get on the attack in a hurry behind Kraft and Waldron. All tied up here in set number two, 18 apiece. We'll see Calvert able to, if they're able to try and rally here in this one as Ayersville's gone on a little run of their own. And for Calvert, this goes back to something I've said time and time again when it comes to when it gets close like this or you start to have a team come back in. I want to see from Calvert the attitude of, okay, we're done playing with our food. Let's close out this set. Let's get back into the zone. Let's come away from set two with a win and close this thing out early. Taylor Kraft goes back to serve now for Ayers. Oh, but her serve goes right into the net for the air. Gotta say, timeouts in this set have not been Ayersville's friend. Whether it's been a Calvert timeout or an Ayersville timeout, just has not boded well. And the quarter will go back and serve now for Calvert. Ayersville will set it up far side for Waldron. Berkson first to hit it. Palm sets it up near side. Emily Miller, excellent free ball back to Calvert. Berkson setting up far side for Shook. Dug out by Ayersville. They'll range over. Can they send it for the free ball? Yes, they can. Quarter first to hit it on the return. Berkson up front for Shook. Dug out again by Ayersville, but unable to get anything after the dig as it falls on the Ayersville side for the Calvert point. They're lead up to two. And the miscues on Ayersville side continues in this set. That was a big one there, as it now gives Calvert that two-point lead that they desperately need to close out set number two. Porter continuing to serve for Calvert. Ayersville sets up near side. Porter first to hit it on the return. Ayersville set it up front for Emily Miller. Cross-court attack and perfectly on the line, on the far side of the floor for another Calvert point and kill. As we're I'm trying to figure out if Coach Kalick is talking to the official or talking to her team on that one. She did not seem too pleased with either. Ayersville setting up far side for Taylor Waldron, but they will say it was deflected on the Calvert side, even though it would have been too far as it'll fall in favor of Ayersville. And I think it ended up being a little too far on that one because of the deflection. That would have been great placement potentially from Waldron if that went untouched. Catch him now back to serve for Ayersville. 
Ball first hit it for Calvert. Backside set it up for Shook. Earsville now back on the attack. They'll go cross court with it. Emily Miller digs it up. Set it up for Emily Miller on the near side. Almost an accidental free ball. We will see will get it back to the Calvert side. On the near side again for Emily Miller. Dug out. Will be safe. Can they get it up front? Yes, they can. Now onto the Calvert side. Palm sets it up opposite side for Shook. And Shook will get that one down for the Calvert kill after it is hit off of an Ayersville player. Calvert now adds on to their lead here in set number two. Again, just don't know what it is about Cameron Shook's attacks. It just leads to wildly sailing on teams when they try to dig it. And obviously Ayersville take their second and final timeout here of set number two, 22-19. Your score, Calvert, the lead over Ayersville. Again, set number two. Reminder tonight's Pre and post match are brought to you by MJ Brown Construction Company, a trusted family company specializing in all your roofing and construction needs. To schedule an appointment, call 419-447-5864. And your second set brought to you by Morgan Advanced Materials, making some pretty cool stuff and hiring now. Go to morganadvancedmaterials.com to learn more and apply. And downward again, a 22-19 lead here in the second set. And, and yeah, we've seen, you know, a couple airs for both of these teams, but again, Calvert doing what they need to do to try and pull away here in the second set. They really are, and I gotta give a lot of credit to Ayers, but at the same time, they're doing what they need to to keep this competitive. You're certainly seeing Waldron and Kraft kind of put this one on their back in set number two, but what I'm liking from Calvert is we're not seeing them panic at any point. It's worth mentioning we're not seeing them panic or get like out of sorts in any regards, because they do have three freshmen rotating in and out pretty regularly. This is prime opportunity for any panic to set in with a team that has that many underclassmen rotating in. See if home back to continue to serve for Calvert. Here's us to tap it over on the second attack. Emily Miller just a touch too strong trying to paint that backside corner. That'll fall in favor of Ayersville. Another impressive attack from Emily Miller, just a little too strong as you alluded to. But the fact of the matter is just like Hannah Miller, give it a little bit of time, she's gonna be painting that corner in no time play in and play out going forward. Duncanel back to serve for Ayersville. Calvert sets up up front for Lanachek and took a little off that one as it falls right in the middle of the Ayersville defense for the Calvert point. It's now 23 to 20 here in the second set. And something that's been a problem for Calvert over the years, that defense of that middle it, where the, the five and the two are in the back row and front row. No one closed in there for Ayersville. Perfect placement from Lanachek. Miller checks back in. She'll go back to serve for Calvert. Here's a little set of near side for Taylor Waldron. Porter first to dig it up. Near side, they set it up. Emily Miller get that one through. Back on the Ayersville side. Our side, they set it up. They have to actually end up sending it over for the awkward looking free ball. Near side, Calvert sets it up. Emily Miller will be dug out again by Ayersville. Far side, they set it up for Waldron again, but blocked up front by Lanachek and Meyer. Up front at the net for the Calvert point. Calvert one point away from taking the second set. Once again, set point here for Calvert. Could go up 2-0, and that'd be huge for them as they're looking to close this one out and potentially look at a three-set sweep in the regional semifinals. Calvert faithful on their feet here in the Elida Fieldhouse. Ayersville sets it up up front. Miller will dig that one up. Set it up for Allie Porter. Back row just barely over the net. Will be saved by Ayersville. They try to get it back over. Lanachek sends it back over. Ayersville, far side for Waldron. Palm digs it up, but it will go out of play and will fall in favor of Ayersville. Makes it 24 to 21. Sign of life for Ayersville here. Only three point deficit. If they can get a little rally, things might get pretty interesting. But for Calvert defensively, this is an opportunity to close it out. Be, get it done, get it over with, move on to set three. 
Taylor Waldron goes back to serve now for Ayersville. Landcheck has to send it over from the far side. Ayersville sets it up up front, blocked back by Meyer, and Meyer will get, no, they're going to give that one to Ayersville. I'll say a closed fist hit. Well, okay. Another point for Ayersville makes it 24 22. Waldron still on the attack, but goes into the net for the air, and Calvert will be able to get this second set by a score of 25 to 22. We'll go ahead, step aside for a quick timeout, come back for the start of set number three here from the Elida Field. As you're listening to Calvert Volleyball and Classic at 96.7 WBBI. NWO has news. We are excited to announce the newest addition to the NWO family. Dr. Ryan Tran is a local who was raised in the area, trained by the Cleveland Clinic, and has returned to his hometown to care for your whole family, just like he does his own. Dr. Tran is now accepting new patients of all ages in our Tiffin office. Make your appointment today to experience the benefits of family care by a hometown professional. There's only one place to go, NWO. The deals are hot, the inventory is plentiful, and buying a new to you car is fun with the guys at Warner Economy Corner. All new inventory is spicing things up on the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard, and there are some unique vehicles to choose from. If it's price, customer service, or inventory, Warner Economy Corner has it all. Visit today for the best deals around. Trade or no trade, we can work with you. Visit Warner Economy Corner today. My name is Carrie Malligan with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. A lot has changed in the recent years, including my father stepping down to enjoy his retirement. But some things remain the same. My husband Tony and I are proud to continue the long-standing family tradition of commitment and pride in this community. We promise to take care of you before, during, and after a death occurs. Stop in today at 301 West Tiffin Street to take the worry out of a funeral by pre-planning it with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. Due to substantial growth at Morgan Advanced Materials, we're hiring and want you to join our team. If you're looking for a competitive starting wage, Morgan Advanced Materials has production operator positions starting at $19.76 an hour with the potential of up to $23.91 an hour. Join our team at Morgan Advanced Materials located in Fostoria. Call us at 419-360-9751 or head to morganadvancedmaterials.com to launch a career that strives to make this world a better place. Premier Bank has that good vibe banking. Visit a branch to learn how you can earn $200 by opening a new simple checking account and completing simple transactions. Visit yourpremierbank.com slash good vibes to view offer details. Member FDIC. Welcome to Big B Coffee, your home away from home that picks you up and leaves you in a better mood than when you arrived. No matter who you are, we know we'll have a drink for you and her and him. You see, here at Bigby, we can customize our drinks for each person. Dairy or no dairy, coffee or no coffee. We've got you covered, hot, iced, or frozen. Bigby Coffee is one of a kind, just like you. With locations on Tiffin Avenue and Trenton Avenue in Finley to serve you. Getting ready to start the third set of action from the Elida Fieldhouse site for today's action in high school volleyball. Calvert up two sets to none on airs. We're just about ready to start the third Set of action here, Lance Morris, Matt Common with you, Classic, it's 96.7 WBVI online, through WBVI.com. And in case you were wondering, because we haven't really had a moment to breathe and say it, we are going to be covering the second match as well between Mohawk and Crestview. So we'll have both of the matches tonight, and then 
We'll be back here on, looking like we'll be back here on Saturday for a regional uh, regional title matchup. Certainly a possibility. They got to finish set three here first, but it's looking very good for Calvert. Diving save from Emily Miller. Calvert sets it up for Bryn Meyer as it's deflected and blocked back over to the Calvert side. Emily Miller is blocked up front, but it'll fall on the Calvert side out of play for the Calvert point as they will strike first here in the third set. Yeah, a little too much on that attack from Ayersville and just not able to put enough on it to keep it inbounds. Emily, or Olivia Miller rather, just in with the serve and that'll be an ace to start this one off on the first serve of set number three for Calvert. Is that her fourth ace of the game? It's at least her third. I'll say at least her third, maybe fourth. That time a little too strong. Is, I don't know, if I'm Ayersville, I'm probably not uh, gambling twice on uh, on those uh, near ones for Olivia Miller. I'll say that's, uh, that, that was asking, uh, you know, hit on 18 for blackjack there. That's, that's a bit of a bold strategy. Well, it sets it up for Emily Miller, and she's able to pound that one through the wall for the Calvert kill as that'll add on to the Calvert lead. It's now 3-1 to one here in the third set. Hey, good job by Emily Miller, and uh, immediately rewarded with her turn on the planned substitution. But a really good attack on Miller's part. Nice placement on it as well. There's Will, sets it up far side. Home will dig it up for Calvert. Set up up front for Lanichek. Now on to the Ayersville side. They set up up front for Kraft. Blocked by Lanichek and Meyer up front. Ayersville tries again. This time they get it through. Schoenberger digs it up. Air side for Allie Porter. But I will say it was deflected. But so that was going to say. So that should result in a Calvert point. And yes, it does. Yeah, so should, should end up being a Calvert point. But the way the scoring has been so far tonight, a little suspect all well, that, of a sudden. And the near side official like started to move his left arm. And then was like, oh, no, I got to go by right arm. See if Ayersville gets it over for the free ball. Yes, they do. Calvert sets it up up front for Lanichek. Another diving dig for Ayersville. Back row attack from Waldron. Schoenberger digs it up. They set it up far side for Bryn Meyer. And I believe, yeah, I was going to say the whistle was a little on the softer side, but they will, in fact, rule that as a Calvert point. Yeah, this is the start Calvert very, very much needs this third set. You kind of let them keep with you in set one and two. Close things out, get this one done and over with. Here's Hill, will set it up far side for Kraft, and I don't think they were able to get it over in four, and that's, I believe, what the call will be as Calvert will get yet another point here in this third set. They lead now six to one. Yeah, it's definitely, that's one on film that they're going to want back on that serve. That would have gone comfortably out of bounds. They dug that one out almost a foot out of bounds. Schoenberger still on the serve on the Calvert side. Here's will set some near side for Taylor Waldron as she sends it over for the free. Far side, they set it up. Bryn Meyer and the freshman again will pound that one down for another Calvert kill. And we'll see a pretty quick Ayersville timeout as Calvert leads 7-1 to one here in this third set of action. And uh, Coach Elise Franks kind of looked a little flabbergasted on the Ayersville side uh, right as, she, uh, as she went to call the timeout. Oh, well, it's hard to blame her. I mean, this has just been that this start of this set as everything that could go wrong for Ayersville has. I mean, you dug one out that would have been a service error. The, the, the girl, I believe is number 20, if I saw correctly, for Ayersville, as I'm pulling up my roster here, that's Michaela Sierra. She was maybe two feet behind the line when she dug that one out. So it was going out of bounds. It would have gotten them to serve back. Instead, it's been another three points in favor of Calvert since that moment. So certainly don't blame her for being flabbergasted because the team's been playing great up until the start of the set, and now they're just kind of, for lack of a better term, getting taken for a walk, as it were, 
by Calvert right now, and it's exactly the start that you want if you're Calvert. The worst-case scenario if you're Ayersville trying to get back into this game. Schoenberger will go back to continue serving on the Calvert side. Ayersville sets it up far side for Kraft. First hit by Porter. Calvert sets it up for Lanichek. We'll see Ayersville set things up. Back row attack from Waldron. Libby Miller digs it up that time. Palm near side for Porter. First hit again by Ayersville, but unable to do anything after that. Even if they had gone to that cleanly, I believe the player would have been technically being called for a net violation, so the points continue to go in favor of Calvert. And Calvert's continuing to do the right things. And for Ayersville, that good defense we saw in set one and two, to be honest, they're kind of a little flat-footed right now out there. Ayersville, they set it up for Kraft, but her attack, I believe, goes into the antenna, and yes, it does. Another point for Calvert, now leading 9-1 to one here in the third set. That's really where Calvert has the opportunity to just pull away, close this one out, move on to the regional finals. Schoenberger continuing to serve on the Calvert side. Ayersville, they'll back set it up for Kraft that time. Olivia Miller digs it up. Palm near side for Porter. Takes a little off that one. Will be dug out that time by Ayersville. They set it up far side. Porter first to hit it on the return. Set it up front for Lanichek. And Lanichek will end up pounding that one down as it goes all the way to the concession stand for another Calvert point and kill. Yeah, very nice uh, Slamichek there from Lanichek. And that Slamichek once again brought to you by Harold Floriano Funeral Home. Schoenberger continuing to serve on the Calvert side. Ayersville, I think, was debating whether or not they were actually going to try returning it. Now they will. Calvert near side for Allie Porter. Hit again by Ayersville, and they were unable to handle that one cleanly as the points just keep coming and coming for Calvert. Now 11-1 here in this third set. Yeah, Sierra's getting substituted out, and uh, Coach Kalick unhappy about But to, to Sierra's credit, I'm just get called as is. She made a good decision digging that one out because it did get tipped before she made contact. That would have been an ace in favor of Calvert had she not done that. Send a free ball over to Calvert. Now another accidental hit as a hitter over in two. Send up for Lanichek, blocked that time up front. A very relieved Taylor Kraft as she was able to get that block for Ayersville. As they, they needed some kind of point to stop the, the run from Calvert here. So opportunity now for Ayersville to try and get back in this one, make a play, and we'll, we'll see what they can come up with. Over uh, backside, set it up for Lanichek, diving save. Ayersville will go with the back row attack from Waldron. Olivia Miller digs it up for Calvert. Palm, backside now for Porter. Back up by Waldron now for Ayersville. They set it up for Kraft up front. She'll be blocked that time, but will fall on the Calvert side for the Ayersville point. Makes it 11-3 here in the third set. Really good attack by Kraft. Good defense at the net. Again, just hand placement and the angle on that attack. Left a little bit too much of a space. Allow it to cut across the net. Good point for Ayersville and uh, Kraft. You, you could definitely tell she's kind of giving the attitude of fine. I'm just going to have to do this myself then, I suppose. So we have, looks like uh, an, official, an issue at the scores table. I, I could be wrong, but I think Ayersville just incorrectly subbed. I do believe there is an incorrect substitution. Because they got the last two points, right? They did get the last two points. So they shouldn't have a rotation for a new server. Yeah, and also, not only that, but they did also substitute the, I mean, the Libero can substitute in for anyone they want, but it was two in a row as. So yeah, I think they just gave Calvert a point. Yep. As that so is. We'll, we'll call a rotation error. Just to call it as it is, I, I mean, Coach Kalick's been doing some good things for um, Ayersville tonight in terms of trying to get her team rallied. 
She pulled Sierra in a anger moment after the dig that she dug out towards the out-of-bounds marker on the back row, and it disrupted the entire rotation on that one. So when she substituted in her libero, it ended up being a air on that, and now it's... The, the fact of the matter is, they're about three well, points behind on catching this air. Because now you have to essentially get back in order. Otherwise, you're going to keep getting called for rotation errors. Correct. So now they are going to rotate it out correctly. As the, Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, if it, if it was a Calvert error, we would... We would know just based on their typical rotation patterns. We don't know airs well enough to know exactly what their rotation oh, we, patterns typically are. We don't, but once again, what happened is Coach Kalick had pulled Sierra using her libero, had the libero serve, pulled the libero again, then immediately substituted her libero back in. And again, you can substitute liberos for anybody, but I think it was the fact that she did it multiple times in a row out of order as well, I think is where they got tagged with the issue there. Now we're finally ready to resume. Now it's back on the Calvert side after the quick return. Near side for Allie Porter. Now back to Ayersville. Far side, they get through the wall that time up front for the attack from Grace Flory for Ayersville makes it now 12 to four. And nice job by Flory, good placement, a good attack on that one. Good job by Ayersville overall. And it's worth knowing it did cost them. They did actually give a point to Calvert due to the substitution error. Chelsea Mabel McGuire back to serve for Ayersville. Calvert sets it up for Bryn Meyer. Accidental free ball now back over to Calvert as a perfect dump that time from Olivia Miller for the Calvert point. Well, fine, high-quality Emma White special there to get the point for Calvert. We'll see Olivia Miller check out along with Bryn Meyer as we'll see Ella Borgio and Bryn Dirksen now check in for the Senecas as Dirksen goes back to serve. Definitely have seen some good things from both of these freshmen so far this postseason. We've seen more of it tonight. Dirksen's done a good job in set number one. You saw Borgio close out set number one as we now have another. Seems like another possible rotation issue. I was curious to see if it's a rotation issue again against Ayersville because that was a standard sub for Calvert. So definitely, uh, definitely kind of more questions and answers at this point just because they're on the complete other side of the floor. We can't, we're not going to be able to hear anything well, that goes on. Well, flip side of that, you know for any troubles like this, you know you could call our third set sponsor, Roto-Rooter. Give Tim Unger a call, 419-435-3360, and away go troubles down the drain. I'm annoyed that you did that so well. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> The point will fall in favor of Ayersville. A little joust at the net will be won by the Pilots. We'll cut into their deficit. I'm not annoyed it went so well. I'm happy it went so well. That was set up perfectly for me. Calvert this time sets it up for Shook, and Cameron Shook powerfully pounds that one down for the Calvert point and kill. A nice job again by Cameron Shook, and just the, her, her cross-court attack is one of the best things that you see in the state of Ohio. It really is. She just does such a good job. Get it into that no man's land every time to offensively. Tommy Porter's serve goes into the net for the air. Point of possession will flip back over here to Ayersville in set number three. Calvert trying to take this one here in straight sets tonight against Ayersville. Advance to the regional finals on Saturday. 
A little bit of issues tonight for Allie Porter on the serves. We've seen some good attacks on her part, but that's her third service error of the night. So it's blocked back onto the Calvert side. They set it up for Emily Miller. Her attack a little too strong, almost hit the line judge on the far side of the floor to fall in favor of Ayersville. And again, it's as a sophomore, some, this time next year, she is putting that in the corner perfectly every time. Calvert sets it up. Far side for Shook, was it in? Yes, it was, says the near side line judge for another kill for Cameron Shook. Another good cross-court attack. She did it from the three position. Front front row, good execution, and just classic Cameron Shook attack. R really no other way to put it. Ayersville will set it up. Back row attack that time from Kraft. Porter first hit it on the return. Near side for Emily Miller, left-handed, but able to get that one in favor of Calvert as it was, again, not the uh, prettiest attack you're going to see, but results in points. Not every day you see the offhand attack work like that. that, that good job by Emily Miller. Ball back to continue serving on the Calvert side, and the senior will have that one fall in her favor for another ace for the Senecas as they'll add on to their big lead here in the third set. It's now 17-6. I feel bad saying this, but if I'm Calvert, I am focusing all of my serves and all the attacks on Sierra back there, number 20. And that'll be another ace for Palm as that time it falls in favor right in front of Kraft for another ace for Calvert. Now a 12-point lead here in the third set. This is where Calvert has an opportunity to close things out and make a statement here in the regional semifinals. Here's Will, sets it up near side. Florida will dig it up. Backside, they set it up for Borgio, blocked back over to Calvert, but will fall on that side for the Ayersville point. Yeah, very nice job, good block at the net, nicely executed by Ayersville. Borgio tried to make a proper dig on it, just unable to get it going forward. She was able to hit it, just kind of went sideways on her. And we're arranging over to get it, and Berkson has to send it over to Ayersville for the free ball. Ayersville sets up up front for Waldron. She took something off of that one. It just barely falls in as Dirksen tried to dive and save that one, but ran out of room. Yeah, a heck of a rally is going to be needed right now from Ayersville, but they're certainly do, doing the things they need to to set themselves up for that. They can keep this going. Calvert sets up near side. Emily Miller blocks back to Calvert. Order back row attack. Kraft digs it up for Ayersville. Far side, they set it up for Waldron. Emily Miller digs it up near the front. Set it up for Emily Miller, blocked back again to Calvert. Dirksen setting it up for Lanachek. Knock off by Kraft that time for Ayersville. Another far side attack. Porter digs it up on the dive and sent over by Dirksen as they'll call the point and say she went over the net that time trying to set it up. I mean, I guess, but it didn't really look like Dirksen went over the net. Ayersville will stay on the serve. Palm will dig it up. Set it up for Lanachek, and Lanachek will slam that one down for a much needed. Very needed slam a check. Let me tell you what. Get the possession and the serve back on their side. Get Cecilia Palm, or I'm sorry, not Cecilia Palm. Get Olivia Miller on the serve now. Opportunity to close things out, and we'll see. Let's see if she's feeling some kind of way as this goes, and we might see one of those uh, aggressive attacks or aggressive serves from Olivia Miller. But before we can, we'll see another timeout being taken on the Ayersville side there. Final timeout here of this third set, 19-9. Your score, Calvert, leading in this third set of action. Six points away from punching their ticket to Saturday to 
play in the regional final. Again, timeouts tonight brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, a proud member of the Mayo Clinic Care Network, online at bvhealthsystem.org. And once again, Matt, like you said, Calvert, now it's just kind of about finishing things out and uh, securing their spot for Saturday. Yeah, and really what you want to see here from Calvert is not so much, yeah, you just finish things off. You finish them off fast. I mean, this is a opportunity to make a statement, a three-set sweep in the regional semifinals, give a dominant performance, be able to advance past the stage where you were defeated last year and do so in a dominant fashion, sets the stage for a very ideal Saturday for Calvert. But make no mistake, they, they still have six points they need to put on here to come away with this. Ayersville can make a run. It's not out of the realm of reason. We saw them go on an 8-2 run earlier in this match. If they can pull something like that off again, make this a ball game, we'll see how it shakes out. But really for Calvert, the two teams that are probably close to their equal in this region of Crestview and Mohawk are in the wings waiting to get ready for their game. If you're Calvert, you want to send a message, close this one out, close it in an effective, dominant fashion. So that way both these teams know, hey, whichever one comes out of this game starting at about 740 at this point, most likely quarter to eight, you, you got a gauntlet waiting for you in the form of Calvert. Olivia Miller now goes back to serve, and that'll be another ace for Olivia Miller, adding on to the Calvert lead. And it's just been very impressive performance from Olivia Miller. Now, I said earlier, she, she's got that, like, taking care of business kind of vibe. Here she goes. She's going to be on the aggressive serve. Oh. Oh, it's too strong as that both hit the baseline and on the fly landed at the front part of the concession stand. Maybe just a little much on that hit. You know, ju just maybe take the I mean, if you want to send a message, aside from actually getting an ace, that's the best way to send a message. I mean, there's that, but she did tag some poor lady over there oh. at the concession stand. Un unintended consequence. She, she's fine. It was on a one hop, so she's totally okay. But still, impressive hit. Timing save from Lanachek, but Calvert unable to do anything with it after that, as that'll make it now 22-11 here in the third set. So just like that, it's a 2-0 run here in favor of Ayersville. Uh, if they can keep this going, watch out. Home will get up for Calvert. Miller, far side for Lanachek. Will be dug out cleanly by Ayersville. They'll set it up up front for Kraft. Will be more first to hit it on the return. Palm backside setting it up for Emily Miller. Dug out by Ayersville again. Set up again for Kraft. Emily Miller ends up sending it back over to Ayersville. They try to dump. Emily Miller again ready for it. Far side, they set it up for Bryn Meyer. Dug out. Can they get it over? Yes, they can as they send it on the free ball. Miller, near side for Emily Miller. Again saved by Ayersville. They try the dump once again. Calvert ready for it. Palm, far side for Bryn Meyer. And she'll get that one through the wall for the Calvert point and kill. Add on to the lead once again. Really nice defense from Ayersville. I give them a lot of credit. They are absolutely reading exactly where Emily Miller is going with on her attacks more often than not. They've done a great job with it, even with how effective and powerful her hits have been. Schoenberger checks in for Emily Miller, and she'll check in and knock in the ace that time for Calvert. Adds on to the lead. It's now 22-11 here in the third set. And really, this third set has just been brutal for Ayersville in terms of those aces and on the serves. They've just struggled mightily with them. Ayersville is able to get that one over. They set it up for Allie Porter. Aldrin digs it up for Ayersville. They set it up for Kraft. And Kraft will pound that one through the wall for the Ayersville point, make it 22 to 12. Good attack from Kraft. And uh, that's what you'd expect from their star player to try and 
get this one back in their favor. Good aggressive play, phenomenal placement, very well done. Calvert sets it up up front for Lanichek. Has to have a free ball back to Calvert, and Lanichek sends it again back where they came from, but Ayersville is able to free ball it back over to Calvert. They set it up for Bryn Meyer, and a freshman pounds that one down with some flair for the Senecas. That was, that was just dominant right there. That was exactly what you want to see from Bryn Meyer as a freshman, getting this kind of playing time, being a key contributor. It's, you want to see that kind of effort. Lanichek now on the serve for Calvert. Kraft will get that one over. Now to Calvert again. They set it up for Allie Porter, but her attack too strong as it goes too far. But now they're going to actually say it was tipped and it will be another Calvert point as they're one point away from taking this one in straight sets. I'll say that one did just tip and Calvert looking, like you said, match point here, one away from a regional final appearance. And check on the serve now for Calvert. Kraft will try and pound that one down. Olivia Miller able to dig it up. Now on the Ayersville side as they send it for the quick free. Far side, they send it for Bryn Meyer. Blocked back to Calvert. Olivia Miller tries the dump, and the dump works to perfection. And Calvert will take this one in straight sets tonight over Ayersville. They'll be back here on Saturday to play for a regional title. Very impressive performance in set three from Calvert. Got to give Ayersville a lot of credit. Set one and set two, they made it interesting. But at the end of the day, Calvert, it, it's just a different vibe than what we've seen in years past for them on this postseason play. They, they are focused. They're very committed. They are loose. They're still having their fun. But, man, a dominant performance here in set number three to put things away and ice this one. And now whoever... Whoever wins out of Crestview and Mohawk just got to watch a team take another regional finalist, a Sweet 16 team, down in straight sets. And really, for set one, giving that other team an eight-point spot, and then set two just being a good back and forth. So Calvert looked good. This was a good, good match for them. I wouldn't say it's been their, it was their cleanest three-set sweep of the season, but you're in the regional semifinals. It doesn't really matter. You're going to have good teams go against you. It's going to be some back and forths at different points, but even the, not their cleanest or smoothest three-set sweep, they just roll once they were getting in the groove, and that's it's really nothing else you can do at that point to go against them. It's just kind of hang on and hope that you can get a rally in your own right. So good job by Calvert. Moving on to the regional finals. Did you do that on purpose? I'm going to say yes because I'm hearing the music that's playing right now, and I did actually time it up because I know the song well enough. They actually did say groove the same time Rob Thomas said groove. That, I wish it was intentional, but I'm going to claim it was intentional at the same time. Again, Calvert takes this one here in straight sets tonight over Arizona. We'll be back here on a Saturday afternoon to play for a regional title. The only thing that still awaits is who their opponent will be. It'll be either Mohawk or Crestview as those teams are now getting ready to uh, get underway here so we're still a little ways away from the start of that second match so we'll uh, put a bow here on this first one Matt any uh, any closing thoughts for uh, what you saw today uh, from uh, from Calvert I mean really solid performance you saw the team step up and perform in a way that you'd expect them to I mean that they had some moments some lapses I, I wouldn't necessarily call it bad moments but just kind of letting Ayersville hang with them a little bit more than they probably should but at the end of the day, what what makes a champion a champion is you're able to buckle down, get back in the rhythm, get back in the sync, not have to rely on any luck or 
official calls or anything like that to go your way. Just playing good, clean volleyball, dominant volleyball. And that's what you saw from Calvert in that third set. Once they got to a position where they could put it away, they kicked it into a third gear that we don't get to see from other teams really much ever kind of thing. And just they ran away with it. It's great effort. Should should make for uh, should make for some restless nights for whoever the winner of this game is going up in Saturday, the way they played. Thank you for listening to our coverage here of the high school volleyball and classic. It's 96.7 WBBI. Big thank you as well to Bar Wilson back at the Tri-County Broadcasting Studios doing, of course, Lord's work part one. He's got some more work to do here in about 25 minutes or so, give or take, as we'll see when they actually get this one rolling here for uh, Mohawk versus Crestview. But no, Bart does a great job every time. We love him. He, he does wonderful work for us, and we're, we're always lucky to have the full band together with these types of games. Our coverage of Calvert Athletics will not stop anytime soon. We'll have coverage of that regional finals matchup back here at the Alada Fieldhouse on Saturday. They will play whoever wins game number two, which will be between Mohawk and Crestview. And former broadcast partner Matt Common, this is Lance Moore signing off from the Alada Fieldhouse for now. Thank you for listening to our coverage here of high school volleyball. We'll be back here shortly for game number two between Mohawk and Crestview. Again, our final Calvert winning in straight sets tonight over Ayersville. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you back here in about a half hour or so. You've been listening to Tiffin Covered Volleyball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI and WBVI.com. Tiffin Covered Volleyball has been brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, Frickers, MJ Brown Construction Company, by Warner Automotive, Roto-Rooter, Big B Coffee, by Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit, by Premier Bank, Morgan Advanced Materials, Financial Design Insurance Agency, by Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Seneca Millwork, Ohio Automotive Supply, and by the Ropey Corporation. Join us next time for another great matchup of Calvert Volleyball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI and online at WBVI.com. This has been a production of TCB Holdings Incorporated. Thank you all so much.